Welcome to the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast, a show that is dedicated to educating you on applying science-based training, nutrition, and mindset strategies from some of the top minds in the industry to help you build a leaner, stronger, and more confident self. I'm your host, Jeff Hain. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast. Today is a solo episode and I have a topic I want to dive into and that's how to increase your protein intake uh, in a body recomp. And before I dive into that though, I just want to go over a few ways you can help support the podcast. If you're sick of just focusing on weight loss and instead want a body recomp, then my one-on-one online coaching program is for you. I help you lose body fat and build muscle with my body recomp training, nutrition, and lifestyle methods. We look at things like your lifestyle and biofeedback to individualize your training and nutrition program to you and your specific. There's also at least one to two bottlenecks that we figure out outside of the training and nutrition protocol that are keeping you from seeing the results that you want to see. And this is a little bit more prevalent than people think. So we dive into that and figure out what that is. If you're interested in it, you can fill out the link in the show notes and we can figure out a good time to chat and and discuss it in more detail. Or you can reach out to me and send me a message and we can chat about it there. If you aren't interested in full coaching, I do one-on-one consultations where we troubleshoot any issues you have and or map out a game plan for the next couple months. And then lastly, if you aren't interested in either of those and you just want to learn more about it, about a body recomp. I have my free masterclass on body recomp, what it is, how to do it. And you can find the link to that in the show notes. Next, you can fo- uh, follow me on Instagram, Jeff, H-O-E-H-N underscore. That's where I'm most active and share the most content and things like that. You can reach out to me with any questions. And if you want to reach out to me, that's the best place to reach me at. And then lastly, if you found this podcast to be helpful in any way, if you could leave a rating and review and or share that you're listening to this podcast, that will help it grow and help more people find it. And so I appreciate that. With that out of the way, let's dive into today's topic, seven ways to increase protein intake for a body recomp. So I think a lot of people struggle with getting in protein and it is very important from a body recomp standpoint, right? So it's very common. So don't worry about that if this is you, but like I said, it does play a a, a large role, right? So we're going to talk about some benefits, how to get more, how much aim for and the timing of protein as well too. Like I said, many people struggle to get enough protein to lose body fat and build muscle. With that, for that specific reason, the RDA for protein is relatively low. And from my understanding, that's based on like kind of the average of the population and whatnot. So that numbers, and this isn't for people who are like exercising and things like that, because that most people aren't exercising. We're a very niche group here. And so they base it off of that, right? So it comes in relatively low, but then there's some uh, people that are like, oh, if you get too much protein, you're going to run into kidney issues, things like that. And with that, the, the amount that I would recommend it in, there's not, there hasn't been anything that's shown that the those amounts are unsafe from that standpoint, unless you do have some sort of specific condition, right? Then in that case, you would need to check with the doctor and you may have some potential issues with a high protein intake. But for the majority of people, that's not an issue, right? So we know that the protein is low and it is relatively tough to get in, but it does play a massive role in the body recomp, right? So let's talk about its benefits real quick. So it helps build and maintain muscle. You need that, right? You obviously need a weight train, but from there you do need protein to help you build and maintain it. What you have uses the most energy to absorb and digest, which can slightly increase your uh, total daily energy expenditure. Not going to be a huge thing, but it does add up and can help. It does help you stay full as well too. And for example, Chris Bearcat did some, they looked at studies, right? They did a meta-analysis on body recomposition. It could have been a narrative review. Don't quote me on that. But either way, they looked over the research when it came to body recomposition and obviously not necessarily body recomposition, but like they, they looked at studies where people gain muscle in a caloric deficit, right? And one of the main things 
uh, or at maintenance. And one of the main things they found was protein intake was super important, right? That was one of the most important factors there with it. So we know protein plays a big role in that body recomp. And so we want to make sure that we aren't too low on that. And so here's seven ways that you can increase it. So first, increase the servings of lean protein sources in your meals. Too often when I'm looking at clients' food log or just talking to people, I see people struggle to get enough protein and they're looking for all kinds of different ways to increase it, but they're eating serving sizes of protein that only gets them 15 to 20 grams. The easy solution here is you just need to increase the serving size of the protein source. That's the big thing, right? It's, oh, I'm, I'm having trouble getting protein. I don't know what to do. I'm eating this. I'm eating that. What are some other protein options? And it's, you don't need to add in more protein options. You need to increase the serving size of it, right? The downside of this is this may come at the cost of decreasing fat slash carb sources in your meals to account for the calories. And that's probably where a lot of people don't want to do it, right? It's, oh, I have a soda, a bag of chips, a cookie, two, two ounces of turkey, bread, mayonnaise, whatever else you want to put on a sandwich. And it's like, how can I increase my protein? I, I, I had turkey. What what else can I do? And so you need to replace a lot of those things with more protein. And that's going to be your, what you need to do. It's not trying to get in more protein because with the body recomp, we do need to moderate our overall caloric intake. So that does need to be controlled. So we can't just exponentially add protein into our, our diet because then you could potentially overconsume calories. This is where you do need to replace it and, and, and decrease potentially your carbs and fats. Now, the other thing that you need to be careful for with increasing your protein is just not adding, say you're having a higher fat source of, of protein, right? Eggs have a decent amount of fat for the amount of protein, any type of like pork or again, just fattier meats. With that, like you can increase the, the serving size of that, but that's also going to come a pretty high caloric cost as well too. So we ideally we would be increasing these serving sizes of protein through lean protein sources, right? Chicken breast, turkey, lean cuts of steak, lean ground beef, fish, stuff like that. So that's the first one. That's the easiest one, the most, the low hanging fruit there, probably the one that, oh yeah, I don't need to do that. But that's the one that is easiest to fix. Next, choose higher protein grains, legumes, and vegetables. One way to increase your protein intake is to include more non-traditional protein sources in your meals to help boost it up, right? Again, we still want to rely on a good source of these, of the proteins that have the all the essential amino acids. Again, think like your animal proteins, dairy, protein, stuff like that, right? We do want to make sure that we get a good base from that, but you can add extra protein in by adding in some of these nutrient-dense foods. Think things like beans, right? Uh, beans are going to have a decent amount of protein added in. Uh, quinoa is going to have it. Edamame, spinach is going to have a little bit, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, right? Some of your veggies are going to have one to two grams, three grams of protein added in. Now you don't, again, want to rely on broccoli for your protein. That's going to be impossible to hit, and it's not going to have all the essential amino acids. But again, we want to make sure that we do that chickpeas, peas. These would all be examples of like plant-based options with a decent protein content that can help uh, bolster your protein intake in combination with higher traditional, traditional higher protein sources. So again, think of these as added in, right? Oats have a little bit as well too. Again, this can be a good way to boost it. Like for me, one thing I've really been into lately, black beans, it's a great way to get some fiber in, but also add in extra protein, right? So don't sleep on these. Again, we don't want to rely on them as our main protein source, but they can help add. Next, we want to have quote unquote handy sources available. Cooking and prepping may not be a viable option at every single meal for people, or maybe you run into a busy day. So this is where having handy protein sources available are key, right? So some examples of handy protein sources are going to be things like Greek yogurt, tuna packets, deli meat, rotisserie chicken, beef jerky, cottage cheese, right? You're going to have those things on hand to where if you need them, you can rely on them if you uh, are in a bind with it, right? Having that available is an easy way to help bolster your, your protein intake um, for the day. But again, that's going to come down to you being prepared and making sure you have that. Number four is use powders and protein bars one to two times per day. Adding in protein bars and or shakes can be a great way 
and easy way to increase your your protein intake for the for the day. I would just say on this, just be careful to not rely solely on these. We don't want this to be the only source of protein that we have throughout the day. We probably want to make sure we get it through food as well too, actual food. So I tell clients to make sure that no more than like one to two protein servings are from bars and powders. That's the number I hit for myself and I try to push uh, to clients as well. So use these because as we get these to these higher protein intakes, it can be really hard to hit 80 plus grams of protein through just food, right? Might not taste the greatest either, but it can just be challenging maybe on your gut, hard to get it in. So increasing the amount that we have from bars and protein can be a great way to help supplement your protein intake. Plus whey protein is a super solid protein source. So again, we want to utilize that as well. So again, we want to use this as a supplement. Number five, start your day with a high protein meal. This is very similar to water where it's like, how do I get more water in? Are you drinking water to start the day? No. All right. That's an easy win right there where you can get a big chunk of water in to start the day. Same thing with protein, right? Getting more protein in to start the day gives you a nice bump in it for the day. Say you get 50 grams in and you need to get 150 in, boom, you're already down 50 grams. You only have hundred more to get for the entire day. But there's also recent research that's shown that starting your day off with a high protein breakfast can help with feelings of fullness throughout the day. So we have that as well too, right? Not you're killing two birds with one stone there. One, you are starting your day off with a lot of protein. Number two, it's going to help with fullness later on in the day, which is going to be great from a, a weight management um, standpoint, right? So start your day off with a high protein meal there with that. Number six, grocery shop. If you don't have protein sources available uh, to you for the week, you're going to struggle to get in enough protein. If you're not, if you're not being proactive on it, you're going to have a very tough time getting in protein here. So we need to make sure that we grocery shop and have this stuff available. I would say probably one to two times a week to ensure you have uh, enough protein sources available, right? For me, Sunday and then midweek, I'm going, right? Sunday, it's, hey, this is what I need for the week. Midweek, it's like, all right, where am I at? Audit the amount of protein I have available. And now it's okay. Hey, I need to grab this for the week. And then boom, you're not ever going to have this, this situation where it's like, Oh shoot, I didn't get enough protein in. Cause I didn't get to the grocery store. There wasn't uh, enough protein available for me. I had to rely on um, leftovers and stuff like that. Again, not a good excuse. Set that time aside to get to the grocery store and make sure that you're prepared with enough protein throughout the week. And again, that just comes down to you prioritizing that. And then lastly, meal prep. Uh, Many protein sources require you to cook them, which means you need to spend some time uh, meal prepping to be prepared. Again, we can can have maybe some handy sources available, but we need to make sure that um, we're also prepping uh, and and having that uh, available as well. This can make things a lot easier for you to hit your protein. Again, if you have it prepped and maybe you don't have, if you have it prepped, again, you don't have to dedicate that time to cook it then and there. And it's less likely to be like, oh, well, I ran out of time. I didn't have time to do it. No, you were prepped. You went to the grocery store. You had it planned out. It's there. Now that's not an excuse for you at that point. That's seven ways to increase your protein intake. Hopefully you have at least a couple in there that you can implement. Let me know if you have any questions on it. Let's just kind of review real quick here, protein overview for a body recomp. So we want to make sure we get at least a minimum of 0.8 grams per pound of body weight or more per day. I think anywhere up to 1.2 is a solid number to aim for. Anything more than that you can do, especially in a body recomp, especially if we're talking about a short-term body recomp here, because that can help with satiety. The issue is we just want to make sure that it doesn't start to cut into your carbohydrate and fat intake, where now you have to decrease carbs or fats below where we would want to go. That would be the only downside there with that. However, from a muscle building standpoint, it's tapped out around 0.8 to 1, 1.2 grams per pound of body weight, anything more than that. And it's, you're not really going to see any extra muscle growth benefits from it. Really the ben- biggest benefits are going to be from the satiety standpoint and potentially energy increase expenditure there on that. We want to spread it out to in at least three separate servings. Again, fairly evenly spread out throughout the day. It doesn't have to be perfect where it's like, it has to be 45 grams at every meal 
But we want to avoid these large variations where it's one meal is at 10 grams, the next is at 90. We want to make sure it's even fairly evenly spread. And we want to try to get that in at least three separate servings. This doesn't mean you can't do four or five. You can certainly do that. If anything, that's probably going to make hitting your protein goal a little bit more feasible. Three is the minimum. If you just only have two servings of protein per day for one, probably not great from like a muscle protein synthesis standpoint, but it also becomes really challenging to get that in, right? So you have to hit 180 grams of protein, 90 grams of protein in two meals are spread into two meal or in two meals, which is 90 per meal. It's a good amount of protein. going to be hard to digest, probably not going to feel great either. And then depending on where you're at, if you maybe that causes you to not to get into a large calorie deficit, which isn't great from a body recomp standpoint either. So we just need to, to look at that. Lastly, don't neglect protein around your workouts. If you can't get protein in one to three hours before your workout, then you need to get it in relatively soon after. Otherwise, we just want to make sure we're getting some protein in sometime within one to two hours around our, our workouts. So that's my protein overview, uh, seven ways to get in more protein. Hopefully this was helpful. Let me know if you have any other questions and I will chat with you guys soon. Thank you for listening. If you want more free content like this, follow me on Instagram at jeffh91 underscore or visit jhhealth.net. See you next time.